Hello, I'm Tom Wilkinson, and welcome to the Thinking in English podcast, a podcast for intermediate to advanced level English learners. Do you want the perfect English accent? Do you want to communicate perfectly in English? Would you like a perfect understanding of English grammar? So many language learners are searching for perfection. But this is not always a good thing. Today, I'm going to tell you why you should stop being a perfectionist. You can find the full transcript of today's episode for free on the Thinking in English blog. Head over to my Instagram page, Thinking in English podcast, for more content. Leave a like, rating, review wherever you are listening. And if you want to support Thinking in English, please consider subscribing to my Patreon supporters account. Here is today's episode. In last week's edition of The Economist magazine, I read an article called The Perfectionist Trap by the psychoanalyst Josh Cohen. Cohen describes how our society, and especially young people, are struggling to exist in a world that focuses on being perfect. A perfectionist is a person who cannot accept anything short of perfect. Everything they do, make or create has to be the best possible. Unless it is perfect with no shortcomings or mistakes, they will not stop working to make it better. In the article, Cohen told the story of an old student he used to lecture at university. This student was by far the most engaged and talented student in the class. One day, the student asked for an extension, as he did not think his paper was perfect yet. The student revealed that although he'd actually written the whole essay already, he did not want a professor to read it unless it was perfect. This student eventually handed in his paper a day late, and despite his worries, he still received the top grade in the class. However, over the next few years, the student kept submitting assignments late. He was a perfectionist who did not want to create something that wasn't perfect. The student later enrolled in the master's program at the university, but never graduated as he decided to delete his 20,000 word master's thesis rather than let his professor read something that wasn't perfect. Our world today focuses on perfectionism. On social media, we see people's perfect lives. TikTok and Instagram are full of videos of people's perfect lunches, perfect makeup, and perfect vacations. On dating apps, we search for the perfect partner. On LinkedIn, we envy people who have the perfect career with the perfect salary. And as jobs have become more competitive, we increasingly see people longing for the perfect resume, studying for hours to get the perfect grades, volunteering at charities and doing numerous unpaid internships for the perfect experience, and spending hours crafting 
the perfect application, is now necessary to stand the chance at getting your dream job. Language learners are not immune to perfectionism either. Only two days ago, I talked with a student about why he wanted a perfect native-level English accent. I didn't and still don't think it's necessary. His pronunciation is really good, but he wanted to be perfect. Language learners often want to be perfect in the way we speak, the way we understand the language, the way we use idioms and the way we communicate with native speakers. We want to be perfect speakers. I'm sure many of you want to be perfect at English. Perfection is often connected with ideas of being good at a language, fluent, accurate, and your overall ability. But to tell you all the truth, language learners should not be perfectionists. And this is not just my opinion, right? There are academic studies, lots of academic studies, such as one from the Journal of Language Teaching and Research in 2011, that clearly demonstrate how perfectionist tendencies in language learners are associated with low academic achievement and poor performance in language skills. In other words, being a perfectionist, wanting your language to be perfect, leads to you achieving less and being worse overall at the language. If you are a perfectionist when it comes to learning English, it is very likely that you will struggle to improve and progress in your learning goals. Perfectionism can and will hold you back from achieving what you want to achieve. As the studies show, people who want their English to be perfect tend to perform badly in both academic situations and core language skills like speaking. But why? Well, the key thing to realise is that there is no such thing as being perfect. There is no such thing as perfect English. I make English mistakes every single day. I've probably made at least 10 in this podcast already. I start sentences using because, and, and but. I end sentences in prepositions like in, and I use too many words in my sentences. All of these are mistakes in English grammar. Of course, you should try hard to improve your English, but aiming for perfection is not realistic or even necessary. You will not be perfect. You will make mistakes. You could prepare and prepare and study and study, but you you will still not be perfect. And that is fine. That is okay. Perfectionism can harm all parts of language learning. But in particular, perfectionists usually struggle to speak in English. English learners often feel as though they need to be perfect to be understood. You know, you need the flawless accent and intonation. You need to use completely accurate grammar and vocabulary. And there is a worry that if you don't have native level speaking ability, you won't be able to communicate effectively. This ambition to be perfect puts so much pressure on language learners. Because it's impossible, because you can't be perfect, 
There's always something new to study, something new to learn, something to improve on. I've known people spend hours and hours preparing for speaking exams, but all of their hard work is wasted because they don't practice speaking. They're too nervous to speak. They don't want to make mistakes. In fact, I taught junior high school English in Japan for a few years. I was constantly frustrated by the fact that my students knew the correct answers, but they never put their hands up to answer the questions. And it's because in Japan there is a pressure to be perfect. They didn't want to make a mistake in front of their class. In 1990, Randy Frost, an American psychologist, suggested that there were three types of perfectionist. First, self oriented perfectionists. So, people who want to be the perfect versions of themselves, people who want to be rich and successful. Um, yeah. Second, there are socially prescribed perfectionists, people who care about what other people think. And want to reach the perfection of other people. And third, other oriented perfectionists. So these are people who demand others to be perfect. The best example of this is the parent who insists their child achieve all A plus grades at school while also learning English, playing the piano, and joining sports clubs. Perfectionism is everywhere today. But in language learning, it is an obstacle. I mentioned at the beginning an anecdote about a student who wouldn't submit papers because he feared they were not perfect. And this kind of behavior is incredibly common with language learners. I know so many people who refuse or are scared to use their English knowledge because they say they are not perfect. They want to wait. They want to wait until they know more. They want to wait until they are better, wait until their English is perfect before they actually try to use it. Instead of using English, they worry that they are not good enough and that other people will judge their accents, laugh at their mistakes, and notice the inaccuracies. But this rarely happens. Perfectionism leads to people who. Refuse to use their languages. Perfectionism leads to fear and nervousness. And this makes it incredibly hard for you to practice and progress your language skills. Think about it this way Which do you think is better? Spending two hours on one practice IELTS answer so that the answer will be perfect, or using those two hours to write five or six. Different answers on different topics? Or which do you think is better? Being scared to join a language exchange because your English is not perfect, so staying at home and studying more? Or joining the language exchange anyway and speaking to hundreds of different people about a variety of topics? I am not a perfectionist when it comes to learning Japanese. I didn't really have the opportunity to be a perfectionist, to be honest. I started learning the language while I was living in the Japanese countryside, so I was forced to be brave and use the limited words I knew every day. I would make mistake after mistake, 
And in fact, I don't think I've ever said a perfect Japanese sentence. But it doesn't matter to me. My life is so much better because I'm not a perfectionist. If I cared about having perfect Japanese, I never would have made friends with people from my neighborhood in Tokyo. I go to my local bar a few times a week and I talk to the staff and the customers exclusively in Japanese. Even though I'm not perfect, I can communicate, joke, debate, argue, and enjoy myself. Instead of being perfect, you should aim to be hardworking, brave, and enthusiastic. Why work hard? Well, learning a language is not easy. To become proficient in English takes a lot of time and effort. You will need to work hard to keep progressing and improving. Why brave? Well, you need to stop being afraid of making mistakes. Do not fear being wrong. In fact, welcome the mistakes, accept them, enjoy the mistakes. You only know how to improve after being wrong. So don't be scared to speak in front of other people. No one cares if your English isn't perfect or you make a small mistake. In fact, people will probably be impressed that you are learning a new language. And if you do make mistakes, they might help you to learn what is wrong. And why should you be enthusiastic? Well, rather than waiting for the day you have perfect English, you need to enjoy studying and be eager to use English even though you're not fluent. As I always say, I'm not the best at speaking Japanese, but I use the language enthusiastically. I will enter into complex conversations over politics, art, and economics without knowing any relevant vocabulary in Japanese. If you come to my local bar, there is a good chance that you will see me trying to explain the ideas of famous philosophers on a Friday night through a mix of Japanese and body language. And I do it enthusiastically. So what is my advice for all of you listeners? What can you do to avoid the perfectionist trap talked about in The Economist article? The quicker you forget about the idea of being perfect, the better. Forget about getting a perfect accent, a perfect understanding of English grammar, or a perfect command of English vocabulary. Instead, set yourself realistic targets or goals. Set yourself things that you can actually reach. Perhaps that is an IELTS grade, or a TOEFL grade, or an Aiken grade. Perhaps that is a more practical task, being able to have conversations in English, being able to write in English. But set yourself something you can actually achieve. Don't aim for perfect, because perfect is impossible for 99.9% .9 of all humans on this planet. My second tip is to make mistakes and be happy about it. Write and speak as much English as possible and don't let your mistakes stop you from doing this. I'm actually about to launch an English conversation club for all of my Patreon subscribers to give as many people as possible a place to speak and practice English. 
But it doesn't matter where you do it. Just go out there and use English. Language learners often make excuses over why they can't use a language. They're not perfect. They're not good enough. They don't have the opportunity. Well, instead of looking for excuses to not use the language, not to not use English, look for excuses to use English. Make yourself use it. Join a language club. Download a language exchange app. Visit a cafe run by English speakers. Just find some way to use English. And most importantly, enjoy yourself while practicing. If you wait until you are perfect, you will miss out on so many possibilities and opportunities. Perfectionism and being a perfectionist takes away the joy of language learning. So here is today's final thought. Some of you might consider yourselves to be perfectionists. You may want the perfect English accent, a flawless understanding of English grammar, and an excellent command of vocabulary. However, wanting to be perfect is often a major problem language learners face. Perfectionists struggle to practice, improve, and progress their English skills. By waiting until you are perfect and being embarrassed by possible mistakes you might make, you are taking away countless opportunities to go out there and practice. Instead of being a perfectionist, I think you should be brave, be enthusiastic, and work hard. What do you think? Are you a perfectionist? How about when it comes to language learning specifically? Do you care about being perfect or would you do you care more about realistic goals and targets? Let us know in the comments on Spotify, the comments on the Thinking in English blog, or you can reach out to me on Instagram, Thinking in English podcast on Instagram. Lots of great content I'm uploading at the moment over on Instagram. Um, if you are interested, if you love this podcast and you listen to me regularly and you want to help support Thinking in English and uh, yeah, help me turn this into some kind of job at some point in the future, please consider subscribing to my Patreon account, patreon.com forward slash thinking in English. Um, and or you can click the link in the description or it's all over my blog as well. Um, and by signing up to Patreon, you will help support Thinking in English and Thinking in English will give you guys something to use as well. You can enter our conversation clubs, which should be starting in the middle of August. So next week, I think. Uh, you can listen to unedited interview episodes, so the full interviews that I do. You can ask me anything. You can send me messages and I'll reply really quickly. Messages about English, messages about other things. You can listen to bonus episodes. You can have one-on-one -on -one English classes with me and much more. So I hope you all consider joining the Patreon. Thank you for listening anyway. And if you don't join the Patreon, that's fine. Uh, just leave a like rating and review wherever you are right now. I'm getting closer and closer to 2,000 reviews on Spotify, which is incredible. Let's try and get to 2,000 by the end of the summer. So I hope you all are having a great week. 
I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.